Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Coco Express, part of the Blog Talk Radio Network. Your host on the Coco Express is Aurelia Lyles. She's all about keeping it real. Great guests, interesting topics. So get on board. Listen, learn, live. Welcome to the Coco Express Show for Monday, October 13th, 2014. I don't know about you, but I am cold. And I don't like it. I'm not ready for it. But you know what? Seasons come and go every year. And every year I have the same, same minds to say. So I'm going to embrace the change in the seasons and just thank God that I have the opportunity to be able to see another season come to me gratefully. So... Today is a really, really, really interesting evening. We have with us Master Groomer, Celebrity Barber, Marvin Church. And he's not like the Barber of Seville. He doesn't cut heads. No, he cares for the male dynamic, the grooming aspect of the the man. And, you know, it's really interesting. I have always been one who just loves to see a well-groomed man. And now I have the opportunity to speak to someone who is responsible for making it happen. Now, Marvin Church is hailed as one of the industry's most talented and passionate professionals. He's a prominent image consultant specializing in male grooming for film, television, and discerning gentlemen. He is a visionary and a consummate craftsman who lives by the creed of grooming is a lifestyle and a personal image is everything. He's also known as Mark the Barb. He has been honing his craft for over the past 20 years, coast to coast. And he's based in in the heart of Washington, D.C., and he takes care of top lawyers, politicians, and power players, as well as Hollywood, leading celebrities, comedians, athletes, and they come for him. So, you know, he has to really be really good at what he does. His uncompromising style and talent has led him to work with numerous media events, film and television presentations such as the SB Awards and the BET Honors. Please allow me the opportunity to bring to you Mr. Master Groomer, Marvin Church. Hello. Yes. How are you doing? I am doing well. How are you? I'm actually I'm actually great tonight, really. Yeah. Good. I'm glad you're great. I'm great because I got you. <laughs> Overwork. Okay. Well, I can but see that happening. Okay. Now, there are so many things that I want to ask you, but we're going to start from the beginning, and we're going to work our way up to um, through the questions and, and find out more about you. Now, I okay. want to know what got you started into into this profession? Um, actually, it was the arts, you know, actually being able to draw at an early age and win a county competition was, um, it, it was something that was natural for me. So um, taking that same vision of, you know, art, I was able to draw pictures on people's, um, as, as a drawing, like, uh, not necessarily drawing 
designs on people's heads, but more so creating hairstyles and creating images for them. Okay. So and so you use okay. So every person that comes to you, I came to you at a point. They were a blank canvas for you. Yes, they were. <laughs> and you were able to create a style for them. What inspires you? Um. You know, early on it was it was more so my my two grandfathers that um, you know they owned the business, and uh, me being the youngest of twenty nine grandkids, it was you know I was looking up to them because I was always around them at an early age and admiring what they were actually doing. Um, so you know, with that inspiration of actually being able to own my own business, or at least feel like I had a business at nine years old where I was making money. Um, that was one inspiration. That was my first inspiration was to be like them, um, owning my business. Mm-hmm. But um, mostly of all, it was, it was kind of like being the fixer, you know. It was kind of like, you know, I could fix it. You know, somebody come with a messed up haircut. I, I used to hear my cousins complain, and I would just fix it for them. But you have to pay me now, but I would fix it for them. And just being that reliever, you know, being that, that problem solver, being that person that was, you know, that could fix the problem, um, that's kind of how I came into actually learning how to cut hair, most of all, by fixing it. <laughs> oh, okay, that's fixing interesting. Fixing the hair <laughs> mm-hmm. That's it. Well, I've seen some, well, I've had some jacked up haircuts <laughs> <laughs> myself personally, and I've seen some really, really bad haircuts. What what happens that would cause someone to get a really bad haircut? Um, I think more so... Um, you know, when you're starting out, you got to do consultations. So a lot of times when, you know, the connection is, is disconnected from that point, well, you're pretty much at a lost cause as a barber and as a client. Um, mm-hmm. What I like to do is actually bring my clients, you know, we, we collaborate. So whatever their vision is, I already have about four basic visions of how they're going to look because I can just take, you know, just look at their face. But um, it's it's a collaboration. I want them to feel like they're a part of this, too. It's not just me cutting a haircut that, you know, maybe they'll like it, maybe they won't. You know, it's a collaboration, so it should be something that they're actually learning, too, that maybe when they go home, they might be able to cut their own hair, you know, if they listen mm-hmm. well enough. But I think it's more so, you know, the consultation, that's, which is the major part of actually going into a hair service, you know. And what are, what are, the, questions, <laughs> what are the questions that you ask in your consultation session? One of the questions um, was really not a question. First, I actually um, look over the whole, you know, like the hair. You know, I just look at the texture. I look at, you know, if they have any type of lesions or any type of bumps or any type of, you know, disorders, skin disorders or moles, anything that they, you know, cautious about or they have a problem with, you know, I'll check into that first because, you know, their health and my health is, is a major is a major part of actually bringing them to service the proper way and bringing them out of the service proper way. So I have to look at that first. But then also, um, you know, I want to understand how they get to a point to actually come to me because I'm a little pricey. So, you know, when you're coming to me, you know, you, you're willing to say, you know what, I'm going to spend because I'm investing to my, uh, I'm investing to myself. Mm-hmm. So I want to know what they want to see with their hair, and then I'll, I'll basically tell them what we, what we can possibly do with their hair. And it's not a lot of things that. You know that's negative about that. It's more all on the positives. You know, like you like you just told me about having a bad experience um, with haircuts. Well, 
it's a reason why he's sitting in my chair, right? We don't even have to talk about that anymore. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so you know, I try to relieve them of that because you already, if you look in the mirror, you already know what that person looked like. Now it's time for me to take that person and take them to where they're trying to be with their look. And I think, um, you know, the first question is more so, you know, after after um, checking out their hair and disorders and anything like that that I need to know beforehand is basically what do they see? What do they see? And and we'll go off of that because I want them to look like themselves when they when they when they leave out. You know, it's a thing where you give a haircut and it's just so wild and you know it's like it wasn't me. You know what I mean? So you mm-hmm. want to you want them to actually grow into the style, do the style that they have, just make it better, and then let them grow into something else if, if they're ready for that. Now did you I answer are, that? <laughs> yes, you did answer that question very okay. well, and it wasn't one bad haircut I've had throughout the years. I've had numerous bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you did you check different locations? Did you leave, or you, you try to give them a chance? I left. <laughs> You well, did you did you bring in pictures? <laughs> well, what I I came in, I used to have extremely long hair, okay. and I went in one time, and my hair was really down my back, all the way down. Okay. I went in one time. I could cut I, that. Yeah, I went in one time, and I sat in this guy's chair, and he had just got off the phone arguing with somebody, and I was like, "Are you sure you want to do this? I know what I'm doing." Well, he accidentally cut it up to my ear. Ooh. Okay, did you want it like that? No. <laughs> did you want to be close to that? No. No, not at all. And his his so, excuse was, you're petite, and petite women look really cute with short hair. I think women who, you know, are wanting a certain hair, you know, you have to collaborate. Like I said, you had long hair. so I didn't get a drastic. chance. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's a drastic change. That's oh my! I cried I for a week. You know what? I, you know what I did? Somebody mm-hmm. came like that to me several times. I waited twenty to twenty-five minutes because I had the time to do so, but I also waited because a lot of times when people come to you, you don't know them and you don't know the mentality that they have. So they might say I want it all off, but it only means that I want to take you know half of it. You know, so I had to give this young lady like twenty to twenty-five minutes to kind of say, "You sure?" Because the hair was down the middle of her back. And she mm-hmm. cut it all the way down. And, you know, it was nice when she was done, but um, for her type of um, job and her lifestyle, she didn't need the long hair anymore. So, you know, she was basically shedding all that and we were actually creating a style for her. So she was okay with that, and that was a good experience. But I gave her that time to make sure she could make up her mind. Is this what she really wants, you know? Yes. Now, I have to tell you, I've gone to John Atchison. I've gone to, okay. let's see, oh, my goodness. In, Man- in Manhattan, some of the big ones. Oh, I, I know about that. Joe's. I, I know that. Oh, okay, um, Bloomingdale, all about Bloomingdale's, um, and a couple of others. Now, I know the difference between going to the, the woman around the corner and going to those types of establishments. How did you get to the point where you had the celebrity clientele? Well, um, my start with celebrities was at an early age, Um you know, we can go on to 16, 17, 18, where I actually, like, even shaped up a, a rapper, a big-time rapper named MC Light. You know, when she was doing the um, Why Did I Need Cappuccino, you know, when she was wearing the stack haircut with the long mm-hmm. in the back. Um, mm-hmm. 
I actually, you know, I cleaned her up, and then I did it from DJ and rapper who's, you know, is famous even more so now with DJing, um, is D-Nice. I actually mm-hmm. cut him. And it was just basically word of mouth, and you start building up a, a following. And, you know, later on it came to guys like Jay-Z and, you know, um, Tribe Called Quest, you know. And it was just word of mouth, doing good work, you know, letting that speak for itself. Okay. Well, I do know MC Light because I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. So, um, and I understand that. And that that's, you know, that's good because word of mouth is important. It's extremely important because I have traveled because someone said that this person will give you what you want. And I was never dissatisfied when I went by word of mouth. However, when I didn't exhibit that kind of um, referral, I wasn't always satisfied. Yeah. You said you wasn't satisfied? No. When I didn't get a referral, a word-of-mouth referral, I was not always satisfied. When someone said, this person will hook your hair up and you will look great, I was always satisfied. I think it's a little self-assurance when you go in there. You know what I mean? It's like someone confirming that for you before you mm-hmm. go, so you kind of like let your guard down a little bit. Mm-hmm. That kind of helps. Yes. yes, it does. You're a little bit more relaxed than you would be nervous and apprehensive going someplace completely new where you know nothing. So, now, I have a big question. What is it about yes. the barber's chair that makes men open up? What goes on in the barber's? What do you do that makes them just start talking and opening up? Okay. <laughs> well... That is the one time that a man works all day or all week or what have you, whatever time he has that's free, that is his time. And he can let his guard down. He can just close his eyes, go to sleep if he wants to, you know, if he's trusting on the barber, which I get. <laughs> um, or he can just kind of let his guard down, and, and it's the only time he really doesn't have to think about doing anything but just allowing himself to, to take on the service that I actually have to offer. Um and that's when your mind can free up a lot of things. You can talk about a lot of things and, and get them off. But if you're busy working, you, you you don't have time to be, you know, thinking about that. You know what I mean? And and you can, like, I allow people the, the freedom to actually speak their mind. And, you know, it's no, it's not, I'm not a communist chick. You know what I mean? I want people to express themselves. And, you know, when guys come in, they, they're able to just kind of, like, speak that freely and, and know that the atmosphere is not something that, going to be, you know, something that's they're going to have to be like, I'm in church repenting every Sunday because I said this and somebody was offended, you know. <laughs> they're going to have to, you know, you know, I mean, without the vulgarness, you know, I mean, without the cussing and stuff like that, I don't have clients that, that speak that way. So, you know, mm-hmm. um, a lot of times you'll get you'll get the gentleman within the atmosphere that, you know, that you know, that'll show up, you know, in my church. Mm-hmm. So it's a big respect thing um, and it's a, it's a, Thing that I'm not actually in their business per se. Mm-hmm. Like whatever that's said in the chair stays in the chair until next time. If they don't bring it up, I don't bring it up. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. Yes. 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 I it's understand. It's like a secret code. Okay. I get it now. I get oh, yeah. it. Now you've had yeah. some prominent men in your chair. Have you ever? What have you learned from them? Have they ever? giving you words of wisdom or nuggets that have inspired you to do something or just made you think really, really hard and long? You know, it's really not so for me the words because 
um, they're always saying, you know, my words are something. They got, they got some power with my words, and it's kind of like I'm counseling, you know, many fathers, you know, of, you know, many men, you know, um, mm-hmm. young men. But it's more so their actions, you know, because I can cut someone's hair and I can give them that confidence when they're going straight on TV. They're going straight on MSNBC or any, you know, CNN. They're going straight on TV, and they don't have to worry about that. And I think when they come back, that's kind of like the payment. That's kind of like the, the it's a it's a bond, and mm-hmm. they can speak freely at you know different events where I'm at. Where it's like, what in the hell is Marv doing here at this event? You know, and mm-hmm. they see me there, and they're like, this is my guy, you know, and they can you know they can speak on, on on me, and I don't have to say anything. And that's one of the things that would you know I think that's a big difference in opposing to actually them giving me any words or, you know. One one thing was to actually, one word that was actually spoken when I, when I um, spoke to me to say, kind of like break the, you know, when you're talking in front of a lot of people, you know, say a little joke, say a little something to kind of break the ice, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that was some advice by, you know, one of my clients who's on TV a lot. And that's kind of like what he does, you know, it kind of breaks the ice. But mainly I think it's just, you know, listening to the stories and, and learning from them. And there's a lot of people that that, you know, there was a different decade than I am. You know, I've been in doing this for 20-some years and 30-some years altogether, 30, 34 years. I'm since wow. I was nine, and I've learned a lot. I, I, that's the thing. First thing was to do is actually listen, you know, be a listener first. So when you do speak, you have something good to say, something intelligent, something on the level. Um, and I think that's mainly what, what keeps me there with them and, you know, we can just talk. We don't have to talk about, hey, what can I learn from you? Or what can I do this? What can I do that? We actually are on a level where we can talk about anything, you know, mm-hmm. and it stays there. So I don't think it's just one thing that they would say to me. I mean, you know, I hope that helps out with your answer, but it's kind of like yeah, I don't think it's it does. Thing, it know? really does because it's the way that you're presenting it, and it's a humility. It's, you know, it's a um, the the human quality that you possess, that people come to you and they relax themselves enough to one, let you take care of them. Because you know how difficult it is for people to allow other people to take care of them. They yeah. have to really feel comfortable with you. And for you to be able to just com- you know, communicate with them on whatever it is that they want to talk about also speaks to their comfort level with you. So that means that you're really good at what you do because you give them an environment that is completely safe. But also, um, let me um, include this. It's it's a grow it's a growing thing. We're all growing together, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, some of them some of the people may have started at point A, their point they're at point E now where they're Ex, you know, accelerating at a higher speed than me, but, you know, somehow the circles are not so big for some groups, and, and somehow they're really big. I may not see someone for, like, 20 years, but eventually it all comes back, and we're all in the same arena, you know, and we still have those experiences that, you know, sitting in the barber chair, they're talking, and me actually doing their hair. I mean, I had people since I was nine years old that I still cut today. I had people that told me when it was 12 years old, I was 18, I'm still cutting them today. And, you know, it feels good to see young men grow up to be men, and I still, I'm, I'm being looked up by my peers and people, you know, my age or, you know, younger and people older, you know. 
for for the guidance on how to take you know good care of yourself after the chair, you know, mm-hmm. after the chair, you know, and then how you come back, you know, and they're like showing me the things that I've actually spoke to them, and they actually can say, you know what, that worked, man. You know what you was talking about, you know. So I mean, it kind of goes together with like you know we hand in hand, like we one we one, you know. It's it's just a bond that you can't you know, I mean it. it you know, women can go to the salon, you got the same thing with, you know, hairdressers, you know. It's just a bond, you know. You get a little catty in some places, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's still a, it's still a respect. Yeah, it's still a respect thing. I do a really good job. You don't mind paying me because of that really good job I do, and I don't, you know, disrespect your time. You know, it's just, it's all about that communication, and, and, and you know, you want to have, it like, a unity. You want to have, it like, you know, it's a good harmony where you're working at and, that's what mainly what I try to keep. And people know that this it's it's a safe place and it's a good place and it's a place of you know, we can network, we can talk about different topics, whether it's black, white, Asian, whatever color race that I do in my chair, because I cut everybody around the globe. You know, I cut people from Australia to Russia to China and they're all saying, Oh, well it's a good haircut, it's the best haircut I've ever had but you know, I'm just happy, you know, to be able to, to learn something from them and you know, just kind of like grow as what I'm doing as well. They're learning from something from me as well. So it's a give and take. Okay. Now, we're going to step on over to the other side. We're going to talk about grooming, oh. you know. I feel like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about grooming. Side. Yeah, the other side. You know, that's, you know, grooming, the, you know, these natural products that they have out now and your, you know, your take on it as well as, what kind of products do you use and recommend, and what grooming tips do you want to give to men? Um, because it, today everybody is wearing their hair every kind of way, so it's not like there's one particular way that you know people are wearing their hair. Um, you know, and I want to get your take on and your, you know, your impression and your opinion on all these different things. So let's start right, off with the you. organic products. Organic. Um yeah, the natural products well, are being shopped around. I actually came up with a product myself. It's called Harry Harry James. Mm-hmm. And I started out with something that seems to be like the big popular thing now because a lot of guys are wearing beards and they want to be able to maintain that healthiness and, you know, that that good-looking face, you know. You know, so what I created was a, a beard and face oil, and it's all natural. And, you know, the base of it is argan oil, mm-hmm. which helps prevent wrinkles. And it heals damaged skin. Not to say that because that's what it does. It heals damaged skin, you know, your blemishes, and it just keeps your face hydrated. And that's one of the products that, um, that I actually use on um, all my clients, from the face to, you know, the beards, the hair. Um, I use that product and I and I and I stand with that product and I and I'll go with that product at any time because I feel like, you know, there's a lot of products that are on the shelf. You know, mm-hmm. the first four days. First four days I didn't even tell anybody, you know, on the internet about my product and I sold out in a case in the first four days. Really? And, wow. Yeah. So my my thing is to to actually take all the experience that I have from other products and look and see what's in it because we got to understand 20 years down the road, how do we want to look, you know? <laughs> how do we want our faces to look? Hello. You know, and these products now, they're not really checking them, 
but you know they have products that can actually cause cancer. You know, mm-hmm. and they're, they're not really good. I mean, they're not really good because they're trying to preserve them on the shelf. You know, if they're good, they're not going to stay on the shelf. You know, so okay. we need to get back to understanding that and and and, and creating products for a lifestyle for a healthy life. Okay. Well, I, yeah, that's what I that's what I use. Okay, because <laughs> I, I did do like some research on a lot of the products that people use on their skin, and what I discovered was, although if you use it one time, it may not have an uh, adverse effect, but after prolonged use, that stuff saturates into your skin and it gets into your bloodstream, and in turn, it turns into some really serious illnesses. So I do understand what you mean by those. So some products yeah. can really make you sick. Yes, overload. You know, it clogs your pores or it clogs your skin or your hair, and eventually you can only take so much till it mm-hmm. actually has an effect on you. Yeah. yeah. Now, okay, so you created this oil, and it it's good for, you use it in your hair as well as on your beard or just on your beard or for everything? Okay. Okay, well, I have, I have several products. I have a palm ink balm as well. Um, it's going to be called Good Stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of times people people forget the name, so they just say, "Man, whatever you put on me was that was some good stuff." So <laughs> I named it good stuff, you know. <laughs> I named it good stuff, but <laughs> you know, and those are two products that I actually use a lot. I have um, I have um, a scrub as well, exfoliates the face and you know the body as well when I'm doing facials. Um, and I have a cleanser that could be used for shampooing, shaving, and the whole body as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and our little things, little special items that a woman and a man can use is a sugar lip scrub. So those are some of the items and products that I'm going to actually have uh, with the um, with the line, the Harry James line. Um, but um, the question was, the question was, what I use on the hair? What do you think mm-hmm. of the products that I use? Yeah, okay. I was, you know, curious well, because you mentioned Harry James, and that was for the beard, and the good stuff yeah. is the, for the hair. And you said well, you have other okay. products. Okay, well let me let me explain with the Harry James um, beard oil. It's actually a product that's argan oil base, argan oil base, right? Mm-hmm. Which argan oil is very popular nowadays, um, mm-hmm. and it's used a lot in women's hair. You know, when they um, using the flat iron, and, and I have clients that have hair like down to their you know to their butt mm-hmm. <laughs> that come in, and I actually use the argan oil to actually um, you know they roller set their hair and, and flat iron and stuff like that. It actually protects their hair from heat. Also, it doesn't smoke when you actually use, uh, you know, hot iron and stuff like that. Also, when you blow dry, it doesn't smoke as well. As some products you may know, like, um, you know, palmades, you know, they use for the hot cones. But, um, you know, it's a product that I have a lot of women buying as well because they, they can put it on their hair. And they can, you know, blow dry and it's not going to dry their hair out. So, you know, I stand by that beard oil because it's, it has so multiple, you know, there's a multiple use with that. Um, the palmate balm, I can use that similar too, but it's a lot heavier. And it's a shea butter base, and it's a mm-hmm. lot heavier, but but it's also something that's going to last and it's going to stay with you, you know, with your hair. Um, the scrubs are, um, I've used, um, it's like a pink Himalayan scrub. I've used that scrub on people's faces that somewhat have those dry patches on their face. Mm-hmm. And within three to four days, you know, it's gone. And they're like thanking me like I'm some new, you know, I'm I'm I have some new ministry going on, but <laughs> I 
I've I've looked I've looked into it because if you ever look into pink Himalayan salt, I mean you can actually use that um, to actually cook with you know the salt. And they go if you think about Himalayas, where you have to go to the Himalayas to find this and actually you know cut this up so it actually can be used for a product. I mean. I mean that's remarkable because a lot of a lot of times people don't they don't dig and they don't search and I've been doing this for since 2001. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been making products since 2001, so you know trying to find that right formula that's going to help people in their lifestyle. So this is the way I use these products. Um, okay. And we look like I said we're using we're we're, we're thinking you know future, you know five, ten, fifteen, twenty years from now you're going to thank me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is that's great. Yes, I, I do try to use as many natural products as I can, and I mean I read labels and I make people sick sometimes because I'm always reading labels. I even have the I have the dictionary of um, for all the terms that are on the labels because some of them really don't you can't even pronounce them, and so I wanted to know what they were. So I was I got the dictionary, the encyclopedia of. Um, cosmetic terminology and everything and I went through my whole house and I took out all the stuff that had all the damaging products in it and threw it out and you'd be amazed how much money you spend on stuff that's no good for you. Oh yeah. You can't you can't, you know you know, you can get quantity of products, a whole bunch of different products to, to make your hair look, you know, this way, right? But if you mm-hmm. get a quality product, you won't need to use a lot. And when you do use it, it's gonna show that yeah, you got something different here. This is something that's good for you, you know. Mm-hmm. People are going to ask you, what did you put on your face? Or what did you use on your hair? Or you, just, you know, and yeah, you're going to be a showstopper. Yes, and that's what I'm trying to create. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to achieve in my life. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, so, I mean, you can get there because, I mean, that's a good start, you know, knowing what the ingredients of a product mm-hmm. is and knowing how it can actually um it actually goes with your lifestyle. Um, another thing is when you do buy those products, just try to find products that actually complement each other. Because mm-hmm. that's the type of products that I have in, in the um, Harry James. And the Harry James beard oil is called Beth the Road, by the way. Um, you know, so that's a long story. But oh, I'm like, huh? <laughs> long, yeah, it's called Beth the Road, and it was just it was just um, where my grandfather lived. Um, when I was young, and I used to go over there before before I went to elementary school and kind you know kindergarten, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's just when the product was being made, it just that was the that was the street and the place, and that's what it brought me back to that smell, and it, it just brought me back there, you know. Okay, so, I mean, that's, that's, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Now, okay, what tips can you give? men for keeping themselves looking right and tight when they're not in your chair because it's one thing and that goes across the board men women the same we all say the same thing when i do my hair at home it doesn't come out anywhere close to what i got when i was at the salon how can we maintain that tight look till we get back to you um well we're talking about the chair service um when it comes to the chair like I said, mm-hmm. when they leave out of the chair, um, mm-hmm. I actually show them how to, you know, if you want waves, I'll show you how to apply the product, you know. If you want curls, I'll show you how to apply the product. But also I allow them, some of those guys that, you know, I allow them to go ahead, take some product, put it in your hand, rub it in smooth, put it on your hair, and now you work it through. Because I want them to be able to wake up tomorrow and, and get the same results, or somewhat close to that same result. 
Um, the, the thing I try to tell guys, too, if you're shaving, stay away from alcohol products. Try to find products that are not alcohol to actually, um, you know, finish your shave off. Also teach them how to prepare for the shave. So you want to protect most of all is what? Your skin. You want to protect your skin. If you're using a razor on, you want to protect your skin. So you know how to prep your skin before you go into shaving. Um, for the hair, you want to cleanse at least, you know, two, three times. This is according to how your um you know, it's according to how your if you have really dry hair or if your water is hard water, you want to find um, you want to find shampoos that actually can aid that. You know, that can that can that can bring the moisture back into like moisturizing shampoos and you know shampoos that um, hydrate the hair. You know, when you're using them because shampoo is is a harsh ingredient. So it's sort of like washing clothes. If you're going to wash your clothes, you know, that's a harsh ingredient. But then mm-hmm. if you're going to dry them, what you're going to use? You're going to use some downy, some fabric soft, or something that's going to soften it back up. Well, it's the same thing to men, you know, or, or, or women. If you're shampooing your hair, that's a harsh ingredient. Then you got to put conditioner on Because some people don't put conditioner on you know. Mm-hmm. They don't put conditioner on So these are things that can help them maintain until the next time that I see them, you know. Also, comb your hair. Brush it. <laughs> <laughs> Brush it. You know, don't, don't be... Don't, don't don't have me pick it out. You got this big old afro, and then the next time you come, you haven't picked it out since because you want to keep the shape. You know, you're not going to keep the shape. You know, <laughs> you know so, so daily daily grooming. If you have a beard, brush it. Find mm-hmm. a little small comb. You know, smile, find a little small comb. Brush it, comb it. You know, you know, maintain it. Try try to work with it. Don't just wait till you come into the barber chair and expect miracle because you know the miracle is in you. You know, I'm just I'm just aiding the miracle, but the miracle is in the person and if they maintain it and, and, and when they come back, they're like coming to a doctor. I'm just giving them a checkup, cleaning them up, getting them right so they can go out and show more of themselves, you know. Okay. So. <laughs> That's excellent because I'll admit, I guess by the time we get finished with this interview, you'll be like, she's a little weird, huh? <laughs> I'll admit that I have gone and gotten my hair done and I did everything in my power not to mess it up for at least three days. <laughs> you sleep in a chair? <laughs> I Sitting sleep up? with my head propped up so my neck is, okay. is on the pillow, but the head is not anywhere near. Sleeping pretty. That's what they call that, sleeping pretty. <laughs> Trying to. <laughs> yeah. Trying to, because you wake up real stiff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, let's see, what else? Okay. So, for men, if they decide that they want to, you know, trim up their hair at home, what kind of okay. clippers or trimmers would you recommend? What would you recommend that they do? Well, um, if they're going to consistently do that, find a clipper that's, um, you know, what your barber is using. Try to find that clipper because it's, it's, it's more or less going to be heavy duty anyway because we're cutting a lot of hair, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, and this masters is what I use. Um, I started out with Wall Seniors. They were my, you know, shape ups. They were my um, shape ups and my, you know, my hair cutters, you know, and my faders. They were all in one. You know, it's all about how I actually set them to actually cut a certain way. Um, but those are two lines that I that I go with. I have a um, a clipper now that's is on a, another level. It's a little more high voltage. It's um, cut chemist, you know type of clipper, which is double the price of what you would get. You know, you mm-hmm. would pay for um, those other clippers and his mattress and walls. 
Find them a great key outliner, which I use from Andis. Um, and Ulster has a um, nice key outliner. And Ulster Clippers. But just know that Ulster Clippers, like 76ers, you're going to have to buy um, interchangeable blades, which costs you anywhere from 25 to 40 so $45, according to how long you want to go. Um, but basically, a guy, all you need is a, a pair of nice maybe walls or, or Andis Masters. And you can find some guards, which I like to use speedo guards because they they stay on a lot tight, a lot tighter. And they're red, they're red guards, by the way. I mm-hmm. like to use those to actually, you know, cut with the grain of the hair. If you're maintaining your beard, you want to find a nice little um, beard shears. They're like really small. They made about three, well, let's say about four or five inches. And you just cut a little hair of your mustache. And um, if you're going to cut your hair, if you're going to maintain the looseness of your hair, well, I would say. You're gonna to have to practice. <laughs> okay. You're going to have to practice, and just 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 know that you know you may not get it all the first time, but if you just touch a little bit and just kind of relax and, and not be so you know judgmental of your skills, you know, just kind of relax and just, if you're gonna to touch up a little bit, always go with a guard first because that's your safety net. You know, if you're gonna cut your hair, go with a guard because if you take the guard off. You know, you can look like somebody that, that yeah, that just can't cut. You know, <laughs> you have blotches in your head. You know, so okay. one, once one time you mess up, it's it's over. You know, and, and then you're done. So I'm trying to bring people into doing this properly. And it's going to be more so a thing where you're actually growing into cutting your hair. You know, touching it up, mm-hmm. shaping it up. Just follow the lines that your barber did. If you're going to shape it up, follow the lines. Use a pair of key outliners. Um, <laughs> You may have to ask your barber to actually adjust them a little more so they can actually cut a little closer because um, they don't come that way. Um, what else? What else? What else okay. Um, what else I got? I want to know yeah. how do you prepare <laughs> your skin for shaving because, I, you know, just like you said, you you know, when you wash your face and when you wash your hair, you, you know, you prep your hair before you, I prep mine before I wash it. Um, can you okay. prep your skin because you have you have now you have this hair on your face and it requires additional attention. So what do you do for it? Well, you're definitely gonna definitely prep your skin. Say if you're shaving, that's what you're asking. If, if you're mm-hmm. shaving with a blade, with a razor blade. Okay, with a razor. Um, you're actually gonna you know prep your skin by using a hot towel. First of all, you're gonna wake mm-hmm. the skin up. You're gonna get the blood circulating first. You know, get all get your face waking up, woken up. You know, before you just start using the razor on it. Um, that that'll help with the oxygen and all that. It wakes your face up. Um, you can use hot towels, or if you just jump out of the shower, you know, with you know a nice warm the hot water on your face, just kind of open your pores up, and it relaxes your hairs. It relaxes your hairs um, before you actually put, which I um, use as a pre-shaving oil. Mm-hmm. Pre-shaving oil is like a vitamin E oil. Um, that you can actually use to actually lube the face up before you actually um, put the shaving cream on. And the shaving cream can be, you know, looked at it as a facade. You know, it's like, oh, it's exotic. But actually shaving cream is another protected, protected layer over top of that uh, pre-shaving oil. Mm-hmm. And when you prep it like that, you go into shaving. Just say no one's perfect at home, right? You know, you go to the expert and to get the shave with a straight razor, but no one's really perfect. And those who have mastered it, may not take as much of a layer of their skin off, but some that are trying to do it really quick, really fast, may not have the technique down. Um, you're going to have to, you know, properly lube your face up before you actually shave. And when you shave, 
always shave with the grain of your hair. That's the way the, the growth pattern of your hair. Mm-hmm. And if your growth pattern is a circle, then you shave in a circle. If your growth pattern is going the opposite way that it would, you know, you would normally think it would, then you shave the opposite way. Oh wow! Um, you got to shave with the grain because if you if you don't, a lot of times that can cause trauma to your skin. And um, people in the medical business, they know that you know, in the hospital doctors and stuff, they know. Um, skin, you know, skin people, they know that, you know, trauma to the skin has been known to cause keloids. Um, oh, so, okay. So, you know, I'm not saying everyone that had that, you know, that mm-hmm. had keloids, but I've seen it, and I've seen that people that, you know, have went to someone else, and next thing you know, they got this keloid. And mm-hmm. you're going over the skin over and over, you're over-shaving, you're taking too much of the skin. Because with your hair, a thin layer of skin comes off. So when you shave that first pass, the first pass is the first strokes that you make to shave the hair down, right? Mm-hmm. If your if your face is is really you really got that thick layer of hair, a little coarser hair, then you may want to you know relather the face up again and then actually shave. You can shave against or you can shave with the hair again. Some people can take it against, but most people will shave with the grain again because you know they cut it even closer. So. You know, those are the techniques that you can actually use to, um, you know, take care of your, yourself at home when you're shaving. And also, the, um, the the quattro is the same as the three blades, they call it. Oh, okay. uh-huh. It's the same, but the angle of the blades on the quattro are less degree. It's a less degree. Opposing to the three blades, it's more of a 45 degree. So you're actually going to get more with the three blades but you will be it'll be a safer shave if you use the, the quattro. The quattro. Because yeah. the angle of the blades is not digging in the skin as much as the you know, three blades would. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes it does. Make a lot of sense. Yeah. It's yeah. safer so to it's, use the quattro if you're inexperienced. Yeah, it's 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 equivalent to it. So it kinda of makes it so that, you know, people think, Oh, quattro, you know, it's more blades but actually it's cutting the same as the three blades from my experience. From my experience, now some mm-hmm. of my experience might be different, but from my experience of me actually doing, I've done a contract at Art of Shaving. I worked there for a couple of years, opened up one in Union Station in um, Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, they had that there, and I was actually showing, you know, I had a class where I was showing men how to maintain and how they can actually shave and how they can actually keep a beard if they want. You know, we want that that Brad Pitt look, or you know that, you know that, you know, they want that mm-hmm. dirty look, that, that you mm-hmm. know, with a little bit of hair in their face. Um, I showed them how to maintain that, but I also talked about the many blades that you have. Like I would use a single blade. I can use a straight razor, or I can use, you know, you know, just a regular Gillette. I can use that underneath my um, my neck. I mean, underneath my chin, rather. Um, but for some, you know, use a double blade. Some use three blades. You know, some people go into more so the quattro blade. But I was just showing them how the blades are set and how, actually how they could be used and you know best benefit certain people's skin. You know. Now. Let's talk about the Ball Brothers, okay? How do they maintain their, you know, that look? Because there are some, some still grow hair, but they have to shave. You talking about the, talking about the ballers? The ballers? Yeah, the ball, no, the ball-headed brothers, the ones that I call oh, the ball. ball-headed, okay. Uh, yes. The ball brothers. Yeah, you the ball Your question is, say it again for me, please. My question is, how do they maintain that? Because there are some that still grow hair, and they have to constantly. They shave it to keep it looking tight. And okay, for, for those. Okay, for those, it's the same technique. You know, 
And I, I don't want to. Um, I want to go back to that because I want to also um, tell them when they're actually consulting, you know, with with their barber and knowing their skin type is a major part of that shave because that will determine how you lube, how you prepare, how you, you know, what what razor to use and, you know, how many blades or what have you. That's the thing that you'll be doing when you're looking at the head, you know, because certain parts of you know certain parts of the head where the, where the skin seems to be a little more thinner, a little more finer, which is like the neck part, where a lot of mm-hmm. men have you know broken out. The hair turns different directions back there, and they can't really see it. Um, and on the sides by the ear, the hair turns to different directions where they may not be able to see it as well. So they're just shaving. Um, the best way to shave that is, is the same technique, but also seal your way through it. So you're going to feel your way through it, and you're going to feel where you don't really get to see, like the back of your head. You can feel the actual hairs. You can feel how they're actually growing, and you shave with that green. Um, but to actually maintain that, you know, mostly I would say two to three days you shave. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're trying to maintain that before anyone says, hey, man, you got hair on your head, you know, about two to three days will actually will actually do it without you actually being irritated. Okay. Um, that's that's one of that's one of the safe you know the safe you know time frames that I like to give guys because you still want the hair it's, it's going to grow back so you want the hair to kind of grow out a little bit mm-hmm. you know and then you just shave it off but just just to note this um, the longer the hair is the easier it's to cut. Okay. Just from, so- my, just from my just from my own skill set. The longer the hair is, the easier it's cut. Like the longer, if your hair is long, it's more, um, I could say it's like limps over because of the weight of the hair. It's actually it'll just limp over, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the shorter it is, it'll stick up like a thorn. And, you know, you really have to, you know, really be good at shaving it because sometimes the hairs grow so close to the skin that you really have to stretch the skin to actually get them. And if you don't, if you don't get them, you you may want to buy yourself like a shaver shaper um, mm-hmm. that they have for walls that a lot of men use. It's like electric shaver, um, like you know, a little Gillette. It's like that, and um, it's actually used for men, you know, men of color. But I use it on all, you know, all ethnicities. Um, it's something that is used to not irritate the skin. Some people are irritated, but they're irritated by a razor as well. So um, a way to actually accomplish that. Where you may be able to take off a couple of days with the um, or a day with the um, with the razor, you can actually, you know, put some talcum powder, wash, you know, wash your hair, you know, wash mm-hmm. your head down, you know, your bald head, wash it, wash it when the hair is coming, just wash it down, and then um, dry it, put the talcum powder on it, and actually use that, you know, to actually cut it and make it smooth again because it will make it, it'll make it feel like it's bald, okay. and that's a safer way without the razor. Oh, okay. That's cool because I've always been curious because I always felt that when there's no hair, you run the risk of cutting yourself much more so than when there is hair. You said when there's no hair, you run the risk of cutting yourself? Yeah, cutting yourself. Yeah, um, that's why I would say, you know, use that shaver shaper in between the time where, you know, mm-hmm. if you're on the go, you can use that. You can take it to work with. You can do it in the car. You know what I'm saying? You can use that anywhere, and, it you know, it will still help, you know, look, it, it actually looks like it's, um you know, it's actually cut closer than what it is. Um, your face will feel smooth. It will cut at an angle where 
you really don't feel the hairs on your face, and you can get away with it. Um, but a lot of men are scared of the razor because, you know, of breaking out, of having that, you know, not being as good with the razor as they would with a pair of clippers, like a T outliners. Um, but just to note that a lot of them will only cut, you know, certain hairs so close, you know, so. Okay. Now, I wanted to ask you about the ladies. How can the ladies help their, their men groom themselves? What can they do to, to aid in that and make them feel special until they get back to you again? Oh, well, I was curious. First, I was going to say, um, send them to me, you know, Barbara Church. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get them. I get them coming as far as L.A. You know, they come as far. You know, New York. Mm-hmm. I get them catching the train, just to you know make a day out of it. Um, or I'll come to you. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> your question. Say it again. <laughs> I said, what can the ladies do for their man to help them with their grooming until they can get to you? Um, are you are you saying anything as like a Maybe buying them a pair of clippers or no. I mean, actually, like actually doing something. You know, like helping them trim their beard and and so on and so forth. All the stuff that you've told me today this evening, um, it can apply to someone who's actually doing it to you as well as doing it for yourself. Um. Yes. Yes. Um. Actually, I think a lot of men would like to actually, you know, have their women shave them. It's just a trust issue, you know. Kind of like color purple. You cut me out mentality. So, so you know, you you have to know your implements or your tools that you're actually using on on them. You know, and they allow you anywhere from you know just cutting their nails off. You know, you know toenails or you know, and that's really love. You know, if you're going that far. Um, but that's part of grooming. That's part of maintaining the man's image. You know, and the clothes and all that. It's just you know, it basically just finishes them off, you know. Um, so, I mean, if you can go into that and buy them a, a nice pair of clippers or, um, you know, learn and, and kind of like look online for different tips and things like that to actually prepare them, even just putting a hot towel with some um, peppermint, you know, have mm-hmm. them sit back in their favorite chair, you know, use a hot towel, you know, you know, let that, you know, bring them out of their day a little bit. You know, I want to do some spots for you. Find some, um, you know, some um, Harry James, you know, beard oil to actually put on their face and actually soothe their face, but also, you know, have them looking pretty the next day, you know, when they wake up and no bumps and nothing like that, you know, you know, massaging them or, or, or on their head. Um, you could find a lot of different things, Chris, on the Internet on how to actually please them from, you know, not necessarily actually cutting but actually bringing them out of their day just with a hot towel. Um, so you don't have that on your no. blog because I know that you have a blog. Yeah, I have and... a blog. It's on um, it's on marvinchurch.net. Um, mm-hmm. I will be I will be updating it, you know, more and more with um, more grooming tips. Um, you know, I've been on several you know I've been in several magazines and and several sites, but um, I will be updating you know my site and actually having more tips for men as well as women because women will actually help find a man actually to find a spot to get his you know his hair done and his face done, you know. They're mm-hmm. not gonna they don't they're not gonna like, hey, you know, this is where you need to go, you know. And a man, you know, if you, you buy a gift certificate or something like that, a man will be like, Okay, you know, my lady say you was you the guy, you know. At first they try to figure you out, like, who's this guy? But 
feel me? Once they realize mm-hmm. that it's business, they're, they're all for it. And I have several guys that come in like that, and their ladies, you know, bought them gift certificates and brought them in and said, this is where you need to be going, you know? So, Excellent. you know, what I you do. I hope you put more things on your um, blog about how women can help the men groom because I have to tell you that I know a lot of women that would love to do that, but they don't really know what would be the best way to do it. Well, I, like I said, that one of the best ways is, is when the man's coming on hard at work and, you know, that's one of those sit back, relax, you know, give him a nice, you know, wine and, you know, like I said, if you want to bring like a lap, put a lavender hot towel, that'll take him away from the day. That's one good start to, to bring him out of the day. Because, you know, peppermint for the morning, lavender for the evening. That kind of brings him down to a calm. And then you can go into saying, you know, we can go ahead and do anything else, you know, from cleaning them up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. That That is like. That's the break, the icebreaker. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't care what you got. You know, you went through traffic, you on a train or whatever. I don't care what you've done in your day. If you, if your man comes home and you say, "Honey, sit back," you know, sit back. You know, he's like, "Honey, I ain't getting the door. Sit back and relax." And you already had that hot towel. I don't care if you put it in the microwave. You know, eat up for a minute. Bring that over there. Put it on his face. I just want to bring you out of your day. And then after that, you know, and then you can start adding other stuff down down the road. You know, but. Mm-hmm. That's one way to break the ice and have them starting to, you know, trust, you know, and say, you know what, my lady can do this stuff. You know, I can get it done here, but my lady can maintain it until I go back, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. That's, now, a, that's a tip right there. That's a good yeah. yeah, it is. It sure is. I'm going to write it down for when I get the opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Look, 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 and there's nothing wrong with a nice glass of lemonade. Okay. <laughs> or water with water with lemon or with fruit in it. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I'll just say some people like to drink a little wine. They feel like that's something that can, you know, bring them down a little bit too as mm-hmm. well, um, take the edge off. But that towel would actually, they would say, honey, I thank you. Thank you. They would thank you for that. Okay. okay. And you tell them that Marv did it. Marv told you. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and they're gonna know where is he, and I'm gonna send him right where he is. No, but um, now where exactly are you located? We know that you're in hard DC, but where exactly in DC? Well, I'm actually um, on 15th Street in McPherson Square, Northwest. I'm one and a half blocks from the White House. Okay. I'm in an area, I'm in an area where it's you know it's eight hotels within the block and a half radius. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, and it's a park right right across the street. I've been in D.C. a lot. It's a nice, so, yeah. yeah it's, it's an executive area, but it's a nice, relaxing executive area, you know. Mm-hmm. Good energy, okay. though. Good energy. Okay. Excellent. Now, you like if people wanted to kind of, like, hit you up or, you know, get more information or whatever, you have your, your website, correct? Yes, I do. Okay. And it is Marvin Church. Um, www.marvinchurch.net, or most people may know me as Marv the Barb, and it's that's the other one is www.marvthebarb.com, and it goes to the same website, and you know you can make your appointments from there, and it shows a range of services that I have. Okay, great. I'm not even going to ask what celebrities you've had in your chair. All I can say is this: I've seen some pictures, and. Um, yeah. I've had a crush on a lot of them. <laughs> who, 
who was that? Mm. Huh? Huh? I know. You got one or two? One, one or two. One or two. One or two. What is it? Which uh, one was it? Lamont Rucker? <laughs> no, not really. Okay. Um, I, I kind of. Well, you know, that's, that's one of them. They yeah, all say, yeah. Ah, you know, they go crazy, yeah. Well, I, I'm, I you know, I, I like Blair Underwood. Okay. Okay, yeah, because he's really grown into his looks. Wow. <laughs> um, let's see. Who, who else? I mean, you've had so many that I was like, wow, wow. I wish I was in the room with that. <laughs> well, I mean, listen. I, I look. I just cut the hair, you know. <laughs> I know that. I'm just. Saying, I just. I just cut the hair. I try to make them look the best they can look, and um. Well, you, you do know. a fabulous job because they look good, okay? And that's the reason why I can sit here and go, "Wow!" Because you hook them up when you hook them up. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You. And that's and you know that's the reason why a lot of women, I believe do like these celebrities because of people like you who make them look so good. Well, you know, when you when you go into cutting people for like the first time, um you you got to know that this is the right place at the right time and if you know, if you weren't supposed to be there, you wouldn't be there. So, mm-hmm. when I go into cutting these people, I'm more or less, you know, it's one time only, right? Because, you know, you're either going to make it right or you mess up, it's over for you. So, you know, I like to do everything just, you know, I cut everybody in the same in the same sense of saying everyone in my chair is a celebrity. So, you know, because they are. I mean, when they walk out that door, they show my they show my haircut. So when you go into cutting an A-lister, you know, like um, Chris Tucker, somebody mm-hmm. like that, I can go in and have the same feeling like I was cutting someone, you know, in this line or barbershop or what have you, you know, I can go in with that same mind frame because I take everyone the same way. I take them as, hey, you're an A-lister, you know. You know, you may not have paparazzi following you, but you're an A-lister, you know. At your mm-hmm. job, you're an A-lister, you know. So um, I have I have to think in that way, and I have to, um, you know, I respect what they do, and I'm honored to cut them, but, you know, you know personal image is everything, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. You got. There's no room for mistakes. You know, there's no room for mistakes, and stay out of their business as well. <laughs> okay, I hear that. <laughs> yes, I hear that. Like, yeah, I, I've done. I've done T D Jakes. You know, down the earth guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't. He didn't come with a whole. You know, a sermon with me and everything. He allowed me to do the service. You know, he allowed me to do the service, and I respect him for that. And you know. Those those type of people, you got to know, like, hey, you know, there's no room for mistakes, no room for error, you know, because they have to look their very best. And most of the time I'm doing people, they're getting ready to receive an award, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's on Getty's image, you know. So you got to yes. make it right. Yes, indeed. Now, if I'm in D.C., I will definitely swing by and see you because, I, I I like this conversation we're having. It's really cool. It's really cool. And maybe you could give me some tips, but I don't think there's much you can do with my hair. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, definitely. Um, you know, anything you know, anything you wanted tips, and I got product. I can give you some product, or even mm-hmm. if I'm you know up your way, which I am a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I like to say I'm everywhere. You know, because oh. my work is. You know. 
because uh, I did the big chop and I'm wearing it all natural and some days I don't even recognize it. So, but yes, yes, you can give me some, you know, tips and some products that I can use because I noticed that, you know, when you do go all natural, your hair is more dry than when you were using yeah. other kinds of chemicals in it. So that's the thing that I experience a lot more than anything else is the drying factor. Well, also with that, um, um, drink plenty of water because that gets you back, you know, starts from the inside to the out, you know, mm-hmm. drink plenty of water. But also um, know that, um, like, you can actually put conditioner on your hair. Um, you can put it on, like, every day if you wanted to um, and, and rinse it off, you know. And that helps I work out a lot, too. I mean, I really work out every day. Oh, well, then you need my products. Cause that would <laughs> that would help it, that would stay on your hair. It would mm-hmm. help. It would stay on your hair. So when you're actually, um, you know, you're actually working out, it's not going to run down your face and none of that dripping stuff. We're not going back. To, we're not going back to Jerry Curl days. But, <laughs> you know, okay. we you know something that can you know have you looking, you know, just as good because I know you're going to be sweating and all that, but just as good as you was when you walked in. You know, if not, you know, finishing off. Then even better, you know, because you're going to lose, you're going to shed how many calories, right? And then you're going to leave out. People are like, ooh, where you where you come from? You know, mm-hmm. your hair, and your hair, you don't really have to look in the mirror as long and work on it. So, you know, with my product. Okay. Now, which one would you recommend? You selling. I'm selling. <laughs> I know. I'm which selling one? Here. I know, but which one would you recommend? Um. Now I, I need to see your hair. I mean, okay. I need to see, like, a picture or something, and that way I could give you, a, you know, a, more advice on that. Um, okay. You know, and I can send it that, to your website? Yeah, send it to my email. You know. Okay, I'll send it to your email. I'll send it to your email and everything. You can tell me because every day it's something different. I don't even know what I'm going to get when yeah. I wake up. Well, and also I can tell everybody my email, um, which is um, marvthebarb okay. at gmail.com. Yeah. Okay, that's great because I've been trying to find something and that would keep it from being so dry, and that's the this issue that I've just been kind of making myself crazy over. Okay, well, can I tell you something? Um, yeah, well, another yeah. thing is you you may have to double up. So whatever product you're using, you may have to double up a little bit more. Um, then because of the seasons change, you know, it's a little more drier and a little more cold and somewhat damp, you know, season. Um, you're gonna know that that everything changes. Your skin changes, you know, with the weather. You know, put a little more lotion. You may have to double up, you know, on your hair as well, because hair when you're putting the product on is like lotion for your hair. You know, mm-hmm. so you have to double up. Um, that's one of the things that I, you know, I try to, you know, when I'm giving tips, I try to let people know as the seasons change. You know, you gotta, you know, go from one phase to the next. You know, people are growing more hair. You know, going in the fall because they want to have more on their head. You know. Are they growing beards? You know, so because it's protecting your skin mainly. Your hair protects your skin. The beards, you know, it's protecting their face. So, you know, you might have to double up a little bit just to kind of get a balance first. And then you may not have to use as much later on. So, and um, we could have this conversation all night. <laughs> oh yeah, no. This, because, is, this is my passion. This is what I. Like I know it is, and care. I and I like knowing as much as I can about how to take care of myself and. I kind of fell off with, you know, when I went all natural, I kind of fell off, and I've not been able to 
to pick it up. So I'm glad we're having this conversation. I'm glad you're giving me some tips, and I'm going to email you so you can help me out some more because I would like to look my best. As I yes, tell my friends, I would like to be at the height of my cute ability at all times. Well, well, before you, um, before we go, um, the thing I want to say is, <clears throat> if you find something that you like, maybe mm-hmm. product-wise, um, give it time. Mm-hmm. Because it may not it may not be the product or it may not be you either, but it may just be the time that it needs to actually take to your hair. Because um, you know, I wouldn't want somebody to have a whole you know shelf of product. You know, you basically like you like you have a retail store. I want people <laughs> to understand that it takes some time. Sometimes when you're actually like going natural, you know, you're not getting the same products on your hair as you would if you had you know chemical services, and you know your hair just went through something. For all those many years that you have actually did those type of services. So well, now, uh, well um, I'm going to tell you, I've been natural for like what, eight, nine years, but I was still doing the processing. I was still, you know, flat ironing it and, and blow drying it and everything. And I guess I, I say, the last two years, not, I just kind of stopped doing everything. Well, that that's not as bad. But you also know that you have to find a product that hydrates your hair, like this hydrating shampoos by Avalon called Carry Care, and it's hydrating shampoos and conditioners that you can actually use, and you let them sit on your hair for 10 to 15 minutes. Also, um, doing a deep conditioner, you know, at least once a month, that helps too. That helps get the grit off, helps replenish the, um, the hair as well as the skin, it helps to seal it. And, um, you know, when you when you do, when you do that, that's bringing a healthy state back to your hair, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that, yeah, that's that's one way to get ahead, you know. Yeah. It, it, you know the heat. You may you might use too much heat, but you know, well, you know, blow dry. You use a lot of heat, and you flat on it, you know. So you may use a lot of heat, but you also know you have to put products to aid to aid the heat, you know, so it's to protect the hair. Mm-hmm. I was doing all of that, but like I said, something happened. <laughs> I drink a lot of water and everything, but I have days when it's super curly, and then I have days it look like I stuck my finger in a lucky socket. Well, well, how about this? How about this? You could, you might want to put it down on the on the um, on the calendar the days that you have the bad days, and see how you can actually recoup those days back. You know, give yourself more, you know, better days from a monthly basis or a weekly basis, and you can figure out where the time that you know that okay, I'm about to have a bad hair day, that you know what the thing, the, the next step you have to do to actually maintain it. It may not always look 100% or it may not always look like, you know, you're walking straight on the runway, but if you can maintain it, maintain it enough to, until next time you get it prepped up by wherever you go to get your hair done or cut, and, you know, if you if you still do that or you just do it yourself, you know, you're critiquing it as long as it has good shape, you know, as long as you, you know, use good products that are not going to dry your hair out, um, you should be all right. You should be able to make it through those days that, that may be a little rough sometimes, you know, rainy days or just workout days where you go a little extra mile. Um, you may be able to, uh, to find a, a, a better solution to how to, you know, maintain it, you know. Okay. I appreciate so, you so much. Yes. I do. Uh, yeah. I mean, this has I, been just amazing. I, 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 yeah, this has been amazing for me because of the simple fact that, you know, just to, to learn so much. I always said that there's a wisdom that comes from the barber that you cannot put in a bottle, in a book, 
on a videotape or anything, and you have just displayed that in this conversation we're having this evening because not only did you, you know, tell me about personal grooming, but you just told me about life in general and also about, you know, what it takes to keep a man happy. And, you know, these are all just really interesting things that come about in just a basic conversation with you, and that's amazing. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you love what you do, you share that love, right? Mm-hmm. You give that love, and the love starts to fill the air. And it, and people know that, and they come in, and they, they don't disrespect that. They know that, and they feel that. And when they leave, they felt like someone took the time, and you know, to actually explain everything. I, cause I talk people through the services. So, you know, to give that is real. You cannot, when when when, when you go to church and the, and the preacher is preaching something, the truth will always be heard. The truth will be heard as it is the truth, and you and nothing can you can't deny that. You know you will hear that. You won't hear everything. It won't stick mm-hmm. with you, but the truth will will stick with you. That's why people tweet because when they say oh, church, that's you know that's something they got to tweet it out because when it's real and when it's coming from the right place, you know everybody can feel it. You know everybody can feel it. And what I try to do is is, is give what I have. This is all I have. This is what I've been doing for thirty some years, and you know, you know, twenty some with license, and you know, I've been able to you know change people's outlook on themselves as they go into getting new jobs. They may not even have any money. I cut them, and they come back and pay me. But you know, it's all about giving. I'm giving a lot, and I've gave a lot to the industry, and I'm I'm still giving. I don't mind giving, and um, I think you know everything that's coming back is the mutual, you know, it's a thing where I can go on a show like yours and talk and express, you know, some of my experience as well, the questions that you asked, I, and I appreciate you having the questions ready, which <laughs> I appreciate, you know, knowing what you want. No, I really appreciate that. So, you know, you're not reaching for anything. You know exactly what you're asking me, and you know exactly what you're looking answer-wise to as well. And some of the questions that you asked me are very unique, and, and I appreciate that because it keeps me, you know, having to be on my P's and Q's and, and keeps me to, to be on the level, you know, where I need to be every day. And I appreciate that because a lot of women do bring guys to me. A lot of women do say, hey, go to him, you know. You know, that happens. And a lot of women sit in my chair. And, you know, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. I mean, I, like I I like I said, I'm really enjoying, I'm enjoying our chat. I'm enjoying this. And I am really seriously going to try to make my way down to um, visit just to say, hey, because this has been so enlightening. I may even bring friends with me. <laughs> Look, when you come, you come to get a service and, you know, it's on me. But that's what I'm saying. If you come, you got to come experience yourself, even the hotel. Even the hot towel. See, Even you gotta, look, I'm not used to being pampered like that, so you might not be able to get me to leave. <laughs> no, but I'm saying this is this is what it's about, though. It's about okay. experience, about sharing, giving, and, you know, the impact that you leave on others. And mm-hmm. I think your show it leaves a good impact on others because they get to actually see, I mean, get actually hear on first hand from someone who's in the business who's seen, you know, I've seen all the good, bads, and the uglies, but what I what I try to keep mainly is a harmony, and that helps a lot. Uh, that goes a long way is a harmony and understanding, having the knowledge and this the skill set to actually complement that. You know the knowledge that I have. Okay, so, well we we can work it out and everything, and you let me know when I can come on in and 
so you can see what I'm talking about because it's interesting what's on my head. <laughs> okay, well. Um... Hello? Well, everyone, that was Silas Marvin Church, and he had a lot to say in regards to what we do here. And what has happened is um, we just have to say, you know, thank you so much for allowing us the opportunity to be able to spend this time here. So be well and goodbye. And please join us. Wednesday, we'll have Stacey, Ford, no, Stacey Muhammad and Rachel LeBlanc on the show, and they'll be talking about a project that they have going. And this, for me, this is just a really interesting opportunity, and I greatly appreciate Mr. Church for coming on board to give us this opportunity and just talking about getting hair done and, and, and you know, men and grooming. It's something that I really didn't have too much of a background in, and I mean, I've seen, you know, the male family members in my household kind of take care of themselves, but I never really knew that there's like a skill in the art behind it, and I got to see a master craftsman, or listen to a master craftsman, and you've had the opportunity as well. So, on that note, I'm going to tell each and every one of you to be well, take good care of yourself, and I mean, that's what it's about, taking care of yourself, and have a great evening, and God bless. That's our show for today. So until next time, keep it real.